Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen. Jordana is out today, and it's just me and Sammy and I. But Sammy, you're reporting live from um, Italia. Did you just hop off the gondola and jump on this show? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, I did kind of just hop off a boat. I actually haven't been on a gondola because apparently gondola. So gondolas are, those are the really, like, skinny boats. But it's mm-hmm. kind of preferable to do, like, a water taxi. It's a bit more enclosed. And, um, well, yeah. Do you do the gondolas for, like, you pay, like, way too much money to do, like, a silly little gondola tour, slow tour around Venice? Yeah, we didn't we didn't do that. Um, just got to say, I can't believe I've been sleeping on Venice, but I feel that I had several friends of mine had had all told me they really did not like it. They it's were just all a lot like, of pigeons. I mean, I haven't really <laughs> been. I mean, maybe you were the one of the people who made me feel <laughs> that I shouldn't come here. I feel like everybody told me that it was like oh, smelly. That was one thing I had heard about it. It doesn't smell like anything to me. Um, <laughs> Because I think also you're going a little bit earlier than the season, the main season. And so when it's super in season, it's so crowded. And like, it's just the the crowds plus the pigeons, <laughs> it becomes a lot. And there's more pigeons because more people are like eating food. Um, but I've also never been to like Murano, right? Or Barano. Yeah. There's two. So there's Murano yeah. and Barano. I see. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I've never been to those, but I hear it's beautiful. And I just saw your stories and it like truly is lovely. I mean, they were so cool. Murano I knew about as the glass place. Yeah. Barano I had not heard of until I, you know, was doing some research. It's just like a million colorful houses. And mm-hmm. it is, it is enchanting. Your it's mother an- is enchanting. Your mother is um, enchanting. Yeah. It was um. <laughs> just honestly so cool um yeah no i agree with you it's it's early in the season it's not that hot it's not that mm-hmm. smelly it's not that crowded so this is the time birdless Off season <laughs> low birdless. season in venice um well i'm glad you're having a great time and lovely enchanting time but we must catch up on some pop culture biggest headline of life is that taylor and joe it's weird that his name is joe <laughs> Right. Like Joe like, Biden. Co- or His like, name is or like Joe. Or Joe Judice. <laughs> okay. Or, you know, okay. at least his name isn't Tom. That's true, which we'll get to. <laughs> There's no or worse Howie name for that to have right now than Tom, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so Joe and Taylor broke up. And Sammy, you were the Taylor expert. What was your first reaction when you when the news broke? Well, first it came out as a rumor, but what did um how did you feel? My first reaction was awe. Like that was the whole thing. <laughs> that was literally the whole thing. Aw, it's like awe and album. <laughs> no, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, okay. Um, so this is this is why I don't really have such strong feelings about it is because she purposely kept this relationship very low-key. So there's not, like, a ton of data points other than the lyrics of London Boy and 
afterglow. And what do they say in those lyrics? Um, do you want me to sing it? <laughs> I don't think you do. Just, I mean, Basically, I don't mind, but I don't know if, if you want to go into tune. I'll, no, you don't. You none of no one wants this. <laughs> like nobody. <laughs> Trust me, no one. Um, the basically the, the I my sense is that he was her first mature long term serious relationship that she a cared about enough about not to like fuck up with public. Like I think she, I think my sense is that the two of them were incredibly careful about navigating the public situation or the 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 fact that they're public figures and that they really tried to keep their relationship private um to a certain you know to a certain extent and to the extent that it's like possible and and you know beneficial to them to keep it private but i really feel that they were really mature it just feels that it was a very mature very real relationship and basically what they're saying is that it kind of ran its course and that they weren't for that they kind of weren't the right fit um, is what the source close to them says, which means, of course. Like, publicist we know. Um, and then it was kind of caused by differences in their personalities. The source basically said that they had rough patches before and they had always worked things out. And then in this case, when the pandemic hit, they were locked down together and they were able to, you know, keep growing their relationship. My assumption is that's when it got more serious. Like he collaborated with her on a bunch of albums. And I think that's actually like a pretty big deal that she let him in onto her yeah. work. Um, that seems to be really significant. Um, but they didn't have as much time, I guess, outside of the pandemic bubble. And they, um, you know, they ultimately like decided to, to, it just seems like a very genuine situation of a relationship running its course. Like they are wish each other the best. And I wish you well, I really believe Gwyneth that. Paltrow. <laughs> um, yeah. The I so I read about like some subtle hints that she has she gave during her tour in her most recent um like show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, she was recorded at her most recent stop on the Eras tour, crying, singing Lover, which she confirms is about him. So she's like crying while she's singing it. Yeah. Which I would say is a big sign. And two is that she swapped out Invisible String, which is a love song about him, right? Yeah. For a song called The One, a love song about lost love and reflection. (laughs) (laughs) A Swifty would know that that is the first song on the album Folklore which she collaborated with him on. Basically what happened is she, after they had won the the Grammy for that song, she ended up giving him sort of like, right, she ended up giving him a producer credit sort of in retrospect. And I don't know, there was just kind of a lot of questions. Like she, she maybe was on it under a pseudonym. And I don't know, there's a, I mean, there's a lot to read into, into the crediting of the work. But I think the most significant thing is that she gave him any credit because she really is as much as she I I feel that she likes to sing about men but she doesn't want to um give them any credit yeah like she doesn't <laughs> want it yeah and I mean they she don't shouldn't. deserve it because yeah. they don't deserve it right I don't know why well, they didn't I was, like, work on the song he did work on the song he he did yeah in this right. case he did that makes sense I mean let me just say I get all of my Taylor Swift analysis from my friend Kate Kennedy aka be there in five who is like she 
nobody knows Taylor Swift and has as deep Taylor Swift analysis as Kate. And I had had my own opinions. And then I listened to her podcast on her Patreon. Like, that's how intense about it I am to confirm, basically to kind of confirm if she felt the same way as I do, that uh-huh. I could kind of trust what my my perception of it was because she has just a lot more details under her belt. Who do you think she – like, what do you think she's going to do next? Like, do you think she's going to date someone, like, high profile? Because, like – I don't. As, even though he's famous, he's not, like, high profile at all. He's kind of like an actor. He's been in some big movies, but he's not, like, huge by any means. Um, many people probably wouldn't know his face if you just said his name if it wasn't for Taylor's dating him. So who do you – do you, you don't think she's going to go high profile? Like, no Pete Davidson here? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I really don't. I think those days are behind her. Um, I think like if you listen to the way she sings, like I don't think she's really interested in that. I don't think she needs the PR for that anymore. No, I don't think not. it would benefit her. It would just kind of turn her into more of a joke. And it would make her a punchline if she go went and dated Pete Davidson. Well, yeah. As well, much Pete of Pete Davidson aside, yeah. If she went and dated someone, who's she gonna date? Who's she gonna date? It's like a famous person. Harry Styles? You know, like she, <laughs> Larry Styles, Leonardo Jake Gyllenhaal. I know. She, she already did this. John Mayer. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? The weekend. Um, you know what's so Brad Kate, Pitt. my friend. No, no way she's dating Brad Pitt after that lawsuit and the story on the plane. Fuck that. Um, yeah, not good for her. So something Kate said that I thought was interesting because I hadn't necessarily thought this was that. She thinks Taylor Swift doesn't isn't going to get married or like doesn't want to get married. And I could actually see Taylor taking three to five years for herself, proudly, happily, not wanting to be attached and being sort of like thrilled to just sort of explore herself. Because if you if you think about she never really was single for any stretch, I could see her being alone for a few years. And then. I I, I just don't picture a situation in which like her relationship is going to be public for a decade at, at least maybe she and tom hiddleston will finally get together <laughs> for real <laughs> i think if the chemistry had been there it would have we would have seen it we would have mm-hmm. seen it and not mm-hmm. it wouldn't well, have been so obvious that it was true well yeah. we wish you well tay tay and I'm looking forward – I'm personally looking forward to the album because I'm not so heavily invested, as you know, in Taylor's personal life, but I do enjoy her music and I – well, most of the music and I do enjoy the playlist you made for me of all oh, of her of her great songs. Um, the playlist is called T-Swift for Aileen. And yes. <laughs> I made I made a playlist because of songs that I felt Aileen would like based on the sounds I think she likes. <laughs> the sound – yeah, Mumford. The type of sounds um, I think you like. So – we wish you well, Tay. Yeah. Um, I, I actually am really excited for her next album because I wonder if it's not going to be about love and heartbreak. Mm. Is it going to be like like Miley Cyrus Flowers? It's going to be like, I can buy myself. I could see it strings. being like <laughs> I could see it being like that, but not. I mean, I don't know what the sounds will be like. I'm sure her sound will evolve. Um, I, but I doubt she's going to go folk. Maybe she'll go back she to country. She just did folk. She right, just did right. I'm saying she's not going to do folk. She might anymore. go back to country. I really loved my favorite album. I the reason why I love folklore and Evermore partly is because she explores like narrative writing that is not just about herself and her emotions. I mm-hmm. think she really 
I love when she uses her like understanding of her own emotions to write about other people. And mm. I would love if she did something, did something in that kind of direction again. But, you know, I'll listen either way. I think we're going to try to get, we were going to try to get Eris tour tickets, but now I feel like they're going to be really expensive. Even more expensive than they were before? Well, they apparently, my friend Kate, again, advised me <laughs> that they go down right before. So oh. we might just wait till the last minute. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Yeah, it'd be interesting if she goes country or back to country. I really love that song with Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, yes. Uh, nothing new. Oh, I love that song. And you obviously know so I love upsetting. All Too Well, 10 Minute. That song is in 10. Oh, the 10 Minute All Too Well. The all Too Well. Yeah, I mean that. Minutes. Oh, I, I fucking love that song. I also really like. Um, 10 Minutes, though. My favorite lately is uh, Would Have, Could Have, Should Have, um, which is on the 3AM edition of Midnight's. And I'm nearly positive it's about John Mayer. People seem to believe it's about John Mayer. And it is a screed. And I just fucking love it. I'm going to make it, it out. so loud when you're driving with your window <laughs> down, like you're in a getaway car. We're driving. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitor are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P dot com slash betches. Shall we discuss the big interview of Sandoval on Hallie Mantel's podcast? Did yeah. you watch it? Like, did you no. watch it or listen? I watched no. it like on my TV. I turned oh, on I'm YouTube so and I watched it, and it was so rough. Oh my god! Well, first, someone sent me a threat, a Reddit post that that broke it down, 
And, you know, this is where the time difference really fucks me up because I'm trying to, like, do the morning announcements, but I'm also trying to, like, consume this interview. And, (laughs) you know, that is obviously very newsworthy. So I first read the whole breakdown of it, and then I listened to it to put myself to sleep. But I kept kind of, like, waking up, rewinding, hearing parts of it. So I haven't Mm -hmm. heard – like, there are definitely parts I missed, but I know pretty much everything he said. And, my God. I really hope she gets him for this. The thing that really bothered me the most, like one of the things that bothered me the most was Howie Mandel, oh. uh, his, his interview style, <laughs> which is to continuously interrupt him, Tom, who we're all listening to, to break down the details for somebody who doesn't know what's going on. Meanwhile, everybody who's watching this is only listening because they know what's going on. Like his daughter, who was sitting there next to him, who should have just done the interview, like, and made his dad shut the fuck up. But clearly his dad cannot, her dad cannot shut up. And it was, she, he kept like taking her questions and just being like, am I right? And then asking the same question she just asked. It was so infuriating to me just as like a podcast person. <laughs> he also didn't know anything about the show. He literally asked, who is Sheena? The other thing is that it doesn't make sense that Tom I mean, I guess it makes sense from his perspective, but from a listener's perspective and probably anyone else's, that he would go to an interviewer who has no idea who his castmates are, who have been on the show with him for 10 years. However, it makes a lot more sense when you learn that the reason he chose Howie Mandel is because he's connected to someone in Tom Sandoval's fake band. And his, like, one of his BFFs. Right, And no, they talk about that on the the show. And, and... But I I forgive Howie here for not knowing, right? Like I know. it's one thing. No, but here's I I forgive him. Maybe he should have done more research, but I forgive him for not knowing, but at least understand that you don't know and you need to shut up. Right? Like your daughter knows everything. She should be the one asking the questions. You can't just sit here and pretend and then once you admit that you don't know anything, stop stopping him and just retelling the story as if like, and then justifying every all of his actions. You just sound like a human who was in a, he kept, what I didn't like is he kept saying, you weren't even married. You weren't even married. You were just in a, what the fuck? They're in a partnership. They live together. They own a home, home together. Just he, he called him single. Yeah, they're and more I, intertwined than it was most husbands so, and wives. Honestly. To me, it was just infuriating and annoying like that that part of it. Like sometimes Howie would say like pull out and and talk about like the perspective, like sort of like the person he's like I don't understand like the hoopla around this. Like you guys are just like reality stars and the whole show is about affairs. Like why is this such a big deal? Like I get that kind of question. Um and he kept like sort of justifying it but then also like I don't I don't condone cheating, but I'm a pro mental health and I really like you. Like it was just so Dumb. Well, right. That was exactly my thought. Like, it's like, okay, you you don't know anything about the show and you're going to con- sit here and gas him up when he is so clearly in the wrong and you're literally just going to act like cheating is fine. Like, I, this is – he his I don't condone cheating rang so incredibly hollow when he kept being like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Everyone does it. You see why Sandoval did this because obviously he's never going to get back most women who are watching the show like he's just not but he wants to get the marginal guy who's like 
yeah, you know, it happens to the best of us. We all cheat on our partners of 10 years and break up with them on Valentine's Day while they're depressed. And, you know, it's really her fault. All the facts are bad. All the facts facts are bad. bad. The, The part that I, the thing that I did get from it was that, like, the che- he should never have cheated, but the dissolution of their relationship is very common. And the thing yeah. that I did, the did thing that I did get from that is like a lot of people, there is a lot of infidelity in the world, like a lot. And a lot of the times, like this situation, while terrible, obviously, especially with the best friend, like not best friend, but like close friend, like is common. Like yeah. it's it's not okay, but it is common. And listening to him kind of talk about it as fucked up and as that all is, to me, it was almost like it was a reality show in itself, like listening to the way in which something like the real side of how a relationship can like dissipate and dissolve because like p- two people aren't just like in it and they're like not caring for the relationship. They don't put any sort of work for each other. And then the asshole dude, like, goes needs has all his needs and they need to be met and goes you know like that shit is so it's cliche but I just I hated every time and he was just like you know I don't want to talk badly about Ariana it's my fault everything but then he goes and says all the things about Ariana and it like really bothered me I also didn't enjoy they did not talk about the the fucked up nature of it the reason why there's all this hoopla is because it's the friend it's another cast yeah, member. Right. Like, that's why it's so dramatic. It's Raquel. It's because of who Raquel is, not because of Tom and Ariana's relationship. And the ex-fiance of another cast member who just, yeah. who, right. The Look, Howie Mandel can't understand the hoopla. He literally, he barely can understand why what Tom Sandoval did is wrong. And it wasn't just <laughs> like, oh, you got to chase your bliss, man. Like, look, I get <laughs> it. peace. Yeah. These, these. Schwartz did the same thing. It's like, you gotta have sympathy. You know, you gotta feel bad for the guy. Like, his wife was a fucking bitch. You know, it's, you know, it's very much like, (laughs) let me blame, let me blame the person who was very clearly in the wrong or not in the wrong. Because I understand, I do understand that it was probably a bad relationship. They definitely, I completely can see that they had kind of, you know, devolved into like this friend roommate situation. Oh, you're still going to, you think it's okay to do that to your friend and roommate? Why do you think this right. is okay to do to your friend? Why do you think this is okay to do with a person you live with? You, it shows that he has no respect for anybody. He's also like, oh, oh yeah, I had broken up with, I would broken up with her on Valentine's Day. So like I went to Miami and we didn't even talk. So she knew I was broken up when, when she went to the, when she came to the show where like this all came out from, it's like, but again, like she wasn't broken up with you in January. She wasn't broken up with you in December. She wasn't broken up with you in November. It's like you didn't just start cheat. You didn't cheat once just now. When you so broke it doesn't up matter. Right. When right. he was like, when he was saying that, oh, she found out, she she found the picture, but we were already broken up. Yeah, because it was when you weren't. <laughs> exactly. That was so stupid. I was like screaming at my television. Same. There were so many things that and the way he disrespected her, the things that he re- revealed about her, saying that she that she wanted that she said she would want to take her own life, like that is so disgusting. You're gonna cheat on this person, and then you're gonna justify your behavior by saying by throwing her mental health under the bus. True and or saying not? That true. She was in denial. Like all of that was right. That, like it's like, like you cheated. You you still cheated. 
You still, I'm so mad. I really really, hate this guy. It was really upsetting. I, again, I know I'm really emotional, but I teared up during the part where he was talking about how like they had planned, they very much believed that they were going to spend their last of their lives together. And when like, I've heard him say that, I didn't feel bad for him. My, My emotion was for like, Ariana, because it was like in that moment when you hear some, when you feel that way about your relationship and then you know this person is trying to break up with you, it must, that feeling must be like just shattering. And I can understand why someone might feel like in denial because if you've felt like that for so long and then like that was your future. You already set it up to be. And then all of a sudden, like, it's not going to be that way. I just, it was that part made me emotional for Ariana. Spring has sprung and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, flight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. There have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains, Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed-release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule, and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off. But do you think that that even counts? Because he's saying she was in denial, but he was still lying to her. When he tried to break up with her, he wasn't like, actually, I've been, you know, stepping out on you. He tried to basically make up that they were an open relationship to put that on TV. And here's the other thing. If Ariana would, okay, they were saying like, oh, it was too hard. We had a brand. We wanted to maintain things for the cameras. It's like, okay, then get her agreement before you cheat on her with this girl who is basically living with you and who's 
who Ariana is being so kind to. It's like, give Ariana the chance to not be kind to her anymore. You know, it just, I, one thing I will say is that I was seriously questioning the seven month timeline and I still might be, but the way he described it on the show made me feel that it, it could really be true. So I'll, I'm leaning a little towards that based on the way he described like it. it. Like they became really close friends, but I believe that he had a thing for her before. I believe that he yeah, and Ariana sure he had, had a like, crush on her before and like didn't even act on it. He was saw her in a different light for way longer yes. than he would even admit to himself, I bet. Right. And only until like later did things, you know, start to go towards that, did it? The other piece that I think that he doesn't want anyone to even consider is why was their relationship the way it was? Is it because he chose his friend, Tom Schwartz, his sidecar over her consistently? Is it because she had frequently uh, voiced to him that she needs more emotional connection and quality time in order for intimate, for like sexual intimacy to be something that she's interested in, which is very, very common for women and people and really is not that insane. So what what's her side of the story? What's her side of the story of how he exactly. was how he was what how is he supporting her? Or was he making her feel like she's not being fun and she's not she doesn't want to do costumes and dress up and she's not being the fun sneaky girl who he was first with Kristen. And if and if you remember Remember what he did to Kristen? He made it like Kristen so crazy. All her, she so many mental health issues. I had to, mm -hmm. I can't be with her because of her mental health issues. Tom, I mean, was cheating on her the whole time mm -hmm. and made her seem like she was crazy. And look, he's doing Kristen, the same thing. He's doing the same exact thing. He got there, he got out ahead of, of her. And if I were her, I would like find a way to sue him for defamation for, for, for his comments. Ariana. Yes. Sorry. If I were Ariana, like his comments were so out of line and so disgusting that it's like, you do this to me and then you have the audacity to say these things as your excuse to try to get people on your side. Like, congratulations. You just created a Rorschach test for assholes. If anyone agrees <laughs> with what he no, said. No, I totally, I totally agree. The whole time I was all, I, te I texted you, I'm yelling at my screen, both at Howie and everything Tom was saying in defense of Ariana. Like, the idea again that she there's there's a, he never even said like maybe I was not a good partner maybe I didn't have maybe I didn't like treat her the way he said like oh we we both deserve somebody who, better who can meet our own needs but that was the one and only time that he even like addressed her needs right? He kept sort of saying like they are both two different people even in the way that they both like handle their own depression. And it, in a way, it like was this like undercutting, like blaming her for yes. the way that she handles depression. That part really, like when he said that, I was like, fuck you. I, I have a pen in my hand, but I was so, <laughs> so mad. I was like, so be there for her, you asshole. Like, Right. Like, or or don't tell her, blame her. Don't you're, you're gonna you're gonna not be less attracted to her because she tends to be more like a little bit more you know sedentary is what he said. I get that from like a guy's 
like we both have very active, moving, buzzing husbands. Mm-hmm. And like you and I are both, it's, I felt very like related. Yes, to I this take that personally. I, I take yes. that, I took it personally <laughs> <laughs> because I am exactly the same way. I like to just kind of be in bed when I don't feel good, like emotionally. Literally, what you did is fulfill every woman's biggest fear that if, I know. if something, if something, if they go through a rough patch, like you can never go through a rough patch because, oh, God forbid your husband is unattracted to how you handle your rough patch. It's like, go fuck right off. Seriously, <laughs> go fuck right off. And like, oh, congratulations, Tom. You handle your, you handle your rough patches so much better by cheating on your partner. It's like, regardless of how she felt, regardless of what she was doing, she did not step out on you. She didn't, she didn't betray your bond. She didn't betray your partnership. You are the dishonest person and you are wrong. And for you, him to con- continue to like weaponize her flaws as his as his justification is just the most scummy bottom it's, of the fucking ocean floor behavior. I don't like the thing he, though. He is I, I know what you're saying. He makes me mad at all men. I know that's crazy, but like he makes me just feel like he brings all, he gives all men a bad name. The thing is, is that I like agree with you and what I was going to say. And and this is what it connects to the, like what I was saying earlier about how cliche this is because it is common. Like this is a lot of the time how like men, and I'm sorry that I'm sort of genderizing this, but it, it has been common for a while. Like that's what you hear that you see it on TV. Like it's always just like the same old story and just hearing it like verbalized from him as a means to get like sympathy was yeah. to me like it was both shocking and maddening obviously because of like I'm the woman here, <laughs> but it was just very interesting to hear it like that come out from a real person, not like a TV, like, you know what I mean? Like a real person talking about that. And I don't, I don't feel any sympathy for him, but it was just like kind of interesting to hear it like said out loud, like, like, cause he does have the audacity to say it out, out, out loud. And he did do that. And it was from that perspective, it made it like really it is he, they're reality stars, right? And that's a good point that how he kept saying is when he was defending all of the other castmates that he didn't know the names of for like talking about it. Um, but like you guys are reality stars. This is what you do create content. So like you can't blame them for like talking about it. Like this is their work. To me, it was yes, awful at the expense of Ariana, and yes, awful interview, just all around terrible. Everybody needs media training. But that part to me was very interesting like like to see that side verbalized that shitty side that fear that you're saying like verbalized in here and then just like how can I make sure that that never fucking happens to me (laughs) well is it something that you can make sure doesn't happen to you no it's not it's not but that's the fear Well, here's the thing is it like is it your job to make sure it doesn't happen to you or is it a man's job to not do it the fear for women is like, how do I make sure that like, I don't marry somebody who is like that? And like, how do I just ensure that life doesn't go this way? And you can't. Here's why. They're not thinking, oh, how do I make sure I don't cheat like Tom Sandoval? How do I make sure that I'm always supportive of my wife and I don't become that person? There's some people like that. Yes, I, I do think, think there are definitely probably, good people. There like are, that. but Tom Sandoval is not that person. <laughs> no, definitely not. 
what I thought was wild is that he thought that this is an excuse. Oh, but it makes sense to me. He's like, he's, it's cliche. It, like, obviously, he's justified. He found a new, this, this is a story of all, like, so many of these men who, like, trade in an, a wife who's their age for a younger wife and then another younger wife for a younger wife. Like, there's so many men like that. Like, Rupert right. Murdoch just got rid of his youngest wife. He's like ninety-two. Like, yeah. like this isn't this isn't like, Logan Roy has characters. This isn't new, anymore. you know. Yeah. So I just he's. I think I would feel the same way about Raquel. Like you better consider the way your relationship started, because that's how it also started for Ariana, and like just yeah, consider it. There's always going to be someone younger and when you're dealing with a guy who does this kind of stuff over and over and over like he's telling you who he is it's not always younger it's i think i mean he's young said and this new it's exciting new. it's not feeling something but it, that's what i mean like they're not it's mostly younger and new right and it's like it's really just it's that sh it's shitty but it's things feel magical right now but clearly that doesn't last when he was describing his kiss with Raquel, and he's like, oh, we're just talking and kissing and being close to each other. It's like- Stop watching romantic comedies. Like, it's like move on. It's like, oh my God, you're excited because you're cheating. We get it. You chase adrenaline because you are obsessed with like your own ego and feeling special and feeling loved and getting attention and fresh, new, exciting things. Like we have all seen the many phases of Tom Sandoval. Literally like have some self-awareness to not- go out and defend yourself for this. It's yeah. honestly though, I'm actually glad it was Cowie Mandel because it gives us, you know, it's sort of like made him comfortable enough to say fucked up things. If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara, but my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades, perfect for a five-minute makeup or a full face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Betches for 10% off your first order. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. 
Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. But I thought it was really funny that, uh, and so someone tweeted Andy Cohen about getting Howie Mandel on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy Cohen tweeted back, or not. Yeah. I think he also mentioned it on Watch What Happens Live yesterday. And said, like, called me Howie, like, so unprepared and, like, warned him for, like, not taking sides. This is what happens when you take sides. Like, Bachelor, Bachelor, oh, my God, Bravo fans are extremely passionate. And that was, it was funny to see, like, the daughter, because in you couldn't, you probably wouldn't be able to get this from hearing. But, like, a lot of the time he would, like, look at her and he'd be like, right? And she'd be like, mm, no. Yeah, no. Like, she she's like, seem- I'm not agreeing with you at all she didn't seem like like she agreed with him i mean i wonder if he i wonder if howie mandel now has learned information that's like shit maybe i shouldn't have gassed him up so much he doesn't strike me as somebody who who gives no i could kind of see him i actually could kind of no not in like a regret like he's not feeling remorseful but i could see him being like actually yeah that is pretty fucked up and i didn't really know all the details Maybe. And he was just being nice to this guy because it's his friend's friend. He's just going to be like, oh, you know, mental health. Like, everybody's a person. We all make mistakes. That's what he kept saying. All right. Yes, but he chose to keep emphasizing that where he didn't need to. And I wonder if he – I just feel that Howie Mandel did not have the whole story. And – Oh, obviously. (laughs) He did it. He's – Sheena. Right. He didn't have the whole story. And I wonder if when he gets the whole story that he will be like, uh, I kind of don't agree with how I, I spoke on that. Cause I kind I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I cannot wait for the reunion. Like I am salivating. <laughs> I, know. I am so excited to see Ariana like in her amazing outfit, like just like just guns blazing. Like, I think they should Just, do a host Howie Mandel interview segment because, like, we need more. We now we need the update. I also read that um, the Bravo producers, the the Vanderpump producers, were blindsided that they didn't know he would go and do this interview like around their back. Okay, I saw also another rumor, or I sent it to you, a theory, a, cons- a conspiracy theory, let's call it, that um, while the while the 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 relationship, all of that is real and the the affair is real and all of that is real, but that the way in which it went down in public, like how it was found and how it came out and the fact that they are able to film on this season, um, considering the ratings were terrible, um, may have been a little bit of a, production from like Lisa and all of that. Like you just, it's just maybe, but there's a possibility. 
There's a possibility. The- but like, why wouldn't they have just done it during the season then if they knew? I mean, it's brilliant. The way they did it, if they did it, is brilliant. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have had the self-control if they knew before. I don't know about that. I don't know I can't, about that. I like, can't see them. Maybe they came up, maybe they realized it mid-season and they were like, oh, wow, this is gold. The way that Lisa But then why didn't it, they, but then why didn't, uh, maybe if they realized it mid-season, then why wouldn't they have built the whole season around it and had, and had made blockbuster ratings going into the season instead of like, oh, wow, like this just happened in the middle. It only came out like episode two. No, it was like like episode four or something. Five out of like, I mean, look, I see that it's possible, but I just. There is the other thing that like People Magazine doesn't normally print anything negative about people unless they have like. No, I think People Magazine doesn't print anything that isn't confirmed. Confirmed. Right, maybe. And that's I don't know. and no it one just, confirms anything that's negative. That's why I think that's another Kate Kennedy tidbit that they don't feels, write anything that's not confirmed. It could, it could be possible. I'm not saying it's not. It's it's just I believe that it, there are things they're not telling us about how it came yeah. out or about the overall timeline, something like that. But I don't think that it was like I just don't think that it was like manipulated to the extent that one just the assume. the way in which it's it's made public, like the the I the, the, don't even think they could pull it off. I kind of agree, but I don't know. I think Lisa's good at for TV, not that good. for the most part. For the most she's, part, she's not. She's like not though. Like she's maybe it, she's been brewing on that. She knew early, and she's just been like sitting on it for a while. I, I don't know. You never. I don't think they really have the self control to sit on something for longer than they have to. To be honest, because like, maybe. why would you? Why would you be like, oh, we have this really, really good storyline. Let's just pretend that we don't. For why would you ever? Yeah. When you have nothing, you wouldn't be like, oh, let's let's wait to see if this exciting thing. You know, I just don't get I why. May, I, I I don't believe it necessarily, but it was an interesting like maybe. Like I think I wouldn't it's put more past like inter- to them because it's all about the tele the show. Like there's like, no way it's not about the show. I don't know. So I think certain everything things, like, is about smell, it. Smell. I think you can smell when they're doing things for the show, like the uh, engagement, the engagement no. of Raquel and James. No, no, no. I know. I don't mean that the actual, like, affair was done for the show. I think no, I know. when they found out the way in which they made it, like, kind of unravel for us as viewers, the public was potentially, like, handled in a way so that it was done for the show. Like, but then why it. would they only want to do one episode of The Aftermath? It doesn't make any sense. They would want to get it's as only many episode? episodes— yeah, like they only I think ended up adding like one episode where they d- where they film the aftermath and you're going to show it I think in one episode but why? Well, it's going to be three reunion want- parts. <laughs> no, it might only be two and then maybe they're going to release extra on Peacock I had heard. Um well, I there think, you go. Yeah, but I think um <laughs> sign up to for Peacock to get more yeah. scandal. I mean, you would once you have it, but I don't see a situation where they would want to make fewer episodes of the aftermath of this when they could make like five episodes of it. Because they then had, they're going to, they're going to save it for the next season. They could still save it for next it's the season. Ultimate cliffhanger. 
I'm not like pro this. I'm just sort of playing yeah. devil's advocate here. I see, but I, I, I don't think it actually benefits them. And I think when they try to do that, things feel like they're dragged out. They don't feel like I can't get enough. Well, either way, I'm ex- still excited for like whatever they did or didn't do. I'm excited for the reunion and also for next season to see how it all like the cookie crumbles. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh boy. Well. And I'm excited to see how something about her sandwiches. I want to go to something about her sandwiches. Something about her sandwiches. If, okay. This is a real plea Get me to a the Vanderpump crew. Please invite us to the opening. I will fly to LA for the opening. Um, I'm trying to increase my Delta points, and a flight to LA is <laughs> is is actually quite a lot. So quite a lot of of miles. So I really want to go to the sandwich opening. If you are throwing a party, please, please include us. We will cover it all over the social media. What kind of sandwich is your favorite sandwich, Sammy? I would probably be getting some sort of like caprese sandwich with you a love balsamic. A pesto. Balsamic, prosciutto, <laughs> not fresh mozzarella, basil. That's probably you're in Italy, you know, no, you're I would, those that's, vibes. That's my, what other sandwich? Uh, or I could – I also like a roast beef situation, but it depends if – what kind of mood you we're in. Good? Right? What? A BLT. <laughs> yeah. A BLT is not bad. No one hates a BLT. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to have. I'm really excited for their sandwiches. Something about them. Something about them. Um, any other news? You know, Ben Affleck was found uh, speaking Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he speaks Spanish very well um, in an interview promoting the new movie Air, which I'm actually pretty excited to see. Yeah, he speaks Spanish like like well. I saw it. People were really impressed. Um, People say that he does yeah. it better than J-Lo, which why do we have to make it a competition? Excuse me. It's rude. I didn't know he spoke Spanish and it kind of like added another like level of understanding for maybe like their relationship. Like he can speak Spanish to the kids and they like retain that, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, he told Kelly Clarkson in 2020 that he um, picked up Spanish at the age of 13 after spending a year in Mexico filming a TV show. So that kind of makes sense. Oh. Like you're young enough to kind of get it in there. Your mm-hmm. brain's still developing. There is one more thing I wanted to um, to note, which is that this morning it was confirmed that Prince Harry will be attending King Charles's coronation without Meghan. And honestly, everyone's probably happiest with that, if I had a guess. Um, it's a good compromise. It seems like a good compromise. Definitely a big fuck you to Meghan. Although you could say it's her giving a big fuck you to the monarchy. But I think it's probably so like really. they're, they don't want – she probably – quote, doesn't want to take away, like her thing is like, I don't want to take away from, you know, any negative press around me. It's going to be all about me. So let it all be about the new king. Like that's her perspective, you know, or like a public perspective. No. Yeah. And that's probably why they don't want her there either. So, um, you know, it's, it's Charles's time to shine. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't want Megan to sparkle. Stealing, he doesn't want Megan stealing his thunder. Stealing his crown. So, his thunder. No, but literally his crown because it's the coronation. You know? I get it. Yeah, okay. So I, I think, think I agree. A, joke, I think a good is joke a good, is one you have to explain, as they say. This is a good, <laughs> it's a good happy medium. So I guess we'll see Harry um, at the coronation. 
which to me is admittedly less exciting. I would have tuned in more to see Megan. Me too. But I guess again, <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> that's why they don't want her. Maybe he'll write a chapter and spare about it. An extra chapter. A spare chapter. Did you see um, also Kate Middleton? I cannot believe I read this headline. Kate Middleton was under fire and criticism for wearing crimson nail polish, which is against the rules. Oh, I did see she was wearing red nail polish on it was like, um, Elizabeth a Holmes. Okay, I mean. It was a, it was a crimson, Sammy. And <laughs> um, people, apparently people were so mad. And to me, that's so hilarious. Oh, yeah. But it is interesting because she, she's very, like, I'm sure she's very calculated in, like, her appearance. And I'm wondering what um what's making her rebel against <laughs> the monarchy in such a way. <laughs> Maybe it's because the it's the, it's no longer the queen's reign, so and she really only like neutrals. <laughs> <laughs> maybe now that they're the duke and duchess, men do like a red. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah. King Charles is pro red. Maybe because we haven't heard from Meghan in a while, they need something to scandalize, and it is none other than Kate Middleton's cuticles. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Maybe she's trying to signal a more daring, a more daring yeah. approach to her. Approach as they ascend the monarchy. Potentially. She's she's moving on up. I think it's pretty obvious who we're sending the Caymans this week. Maybe not so obvious, but we always send Tom. So let's send Howie, shall we? Yeah, I think we gotta, I think we gotta send Howie. He's gonna have less, I think, because he's so much, he's been richer for way longer than Tom. He'll probably have be less comfortable in Delta Comfort Plus. <laughs> so enjoy Howie. I think he'll be okay. I think maybe you I can think, read about Scandal on your flight. Yeah, maybe he can. Maybe he can watch some of the old seasons and figure out yeah. who's who. <laughs> but the Betches fan who we are sending to the Caymans on a first class ticket to go stay in a five star resort is Harry Marie S. Yes, hypothetically, who loves the chemistry between us and says it's like being in a sleepover with your besties. So oh, I read that, that one. So cute. So sweet. We want to be in a sleepover with you in the Cayman Islands in our five-star yeah. hotel, hypothetically. Big so bed, though. we're going to do that. <laughs> Sev- one bed per person on the five-star. Per person. Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so we are there with you, hypothetically. We are doing a sleepover in the Caymans right now. And so that is it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. Follow me at Sammy and please leave us a rating or review and follow us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will talk to you next week on the App Batches podcast. App Batches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow App Batches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.